Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. Gobble, gobble. It is almost turkey day. You know, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's Tuesday before Thanksgiving, so hopefully everybody is gearing up for the holidays. I just went and bought my turkey, and there were no refrigerated turkeys left that were big enough, so I got a frozen one, so keep your fingers crossed that Tom defrosts in time. Are you going to spatchcock it? <laughs> I might be forced to spatchcock it. I think I can't. What do you know about spatchcocking? Do, do you know anything uh, about spatchcocking? I know all about some spatchcocking. I am a food kid? network like okay, okay, guru. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I learned how to spatchcock like two years ago and I like doing my turkey on the grill. Oh, uh, see, now I've never actually done said spatchcocking. I just watch <laughs> Amberell and Tyler Florence do it all the time. All right, all right. Well, anyway, happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm Jacob Bosecker. I'm Leah Hensley. Um, so we've had we've had a week on our hands here. Yeah, we and are Leah, now. How... Oh God. Anyway, go it... ahead, Leah. I said we are now pretty much at the end of the season. I think the last bit of major races is, is now been had. We're done. Yeah. Mountain series is done. Stadium yep. series is done. World's Toughest Mudder's done. The Ultra yep. season is done. National um, Series, everything. It's just kind of time for the post postseason blues to start. Take a breather, in, really. guys. Go <laughs> eat some turkey. I will say, yeah, I will say, I kept my season off this past weekend at the Stadium Series, and I am comfortably not doing anything today, and I might not do anything tomorrow either. Willikers. Willikers. I am looking forward to a little bit of an off season. I'm kind of tired. You know, I, I th- God, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm freaking spent. Yeah. Um, but we've got a lot of changes coming up for 2020. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the stadium series first. Let's give. Okay. Give so some stadium series wrapped up over the weekend. The, the, the last of the Mohicans here. Um, yep. Race uh, number stadium five. Stadium series wrapped up over the weekend. Yep. How'd Race it number go? five was at San Francisco Oracle Park. Um, San Francisco was beautiful. Um, it's my first time in the city, so um, okay. I definitely enjoyed myself. Um, Oracle Park was a beautiful stadium, and what was really cool about this particular race is it was the first one that we were allowed on the field. Typically, they just run us around the warning track and keep us yeah, in the dirt. Yeah. Um, we got to crisscross applesauce on the field in the outfield. Um, you know, okay, so screw cool. that, screw that. I don't care that you got to go on the field. You got to go on the Golden Gate Bridge. I did. So, yes. So, 
Uh, which, was that part you know, of the race or no, like no, what? no, 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 no. I have okay, to so give a big old okay. screw you to Spartan because we can talk about all kinds of things that they do that piss me off. But uh, the biggest thing that they did that pissed me off was totally crashed my plans for San Fran fun time. I wanted to go to the full house okay. house. I wanted to do all kinds of fun That's not that great. Stuff. It's okay. It's fine. No, but you just kind of The pier is better, it. though. The pier is way more fun. Yeah. So the problem was we had the stadium race, right? Okay. okay. And uh, we do the race, and it takes okay. off like typical. Um, it was actually kind of cool. We started on the field this time. Um, that right. was different from all the other ones. But it was right into a series of, I think, three uh, four-foot walls which kind of sucked when the whole like right off the bat in front of everybody yeah um so we did that and then you know did the race like normal it was a pretty standard stadium race as far as distance and climbing and you know whatever goes obstacles i i liked the placement of the obstacles this year this race i mean it was good and then you know finish the race we're waiting for the award ceremony two hours delayed for the awards to start two hours really yeah so big old screw you spartan because we had to hang out for the award ceremony and well okay so there was a bit of a that being said there was a bit of a kerfuffle with the elites well that's why the award ceremony was delayed so the racers finished the race and on the male side we had um ryan kent take the win Followed and Ryan, Ryan's been crushing it all. I, I want to give a nod to Kent right now. Oh, for um, sure. He's done great this whole stadium series. And, like, you well, got so guys in there like. he made a poor like, choice, if you ask me. <laughs> so, Spartan oh, did um, what I wasn't, Spartan but does. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Because Spartan did what Spartan does. And they made conflicting races. We see it all the freaking time. Every single time. In the very beginning of the year, the very first race, they overlapped a national series race and the first Spartan Stadium race. So athletes were forced to choose one or the other. This year, we've talked about it before. You didn't know, you no longer had a throwaway race. You had to do all of them. So Ryan Kent. All or nothing. Yep. Ryan Kent finished last season's national series in fourth place. And he was hungry yep. to get onto that podium. So, I mean, I, I get it. But he made the yep. choice to go the National Series route rather than Instead the Stadium, of the stadium series, series. Which, spoiler alert, he got fourth again in the National Series. Which, don't get me wrong, fourth place is pretty damn awesome. It's pretty great. But because he missed that first Stadium Series, he only had four races to you know gather points on to, to and point he off. came yeah. and crushed those four races he won every single one of those races perfect score That's 4, points or you know 1200 points million billion the, points yeah right but because he missed that first one he was you know unless isaiah like totally tripped and tumbled down the stairs there you know there wasn't any way for ryan to win it yep. um so the last race Ryan got first, Isaiah got second, and Robert Killian crossed the finish line in third. Yeah. So we're all waiting for the awards ceremony to start. We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And all of a sudden, the announcer um, like lists like 
seven people's names, like a bunch of elite yep. names, men and women. Like, get your asses up here. Yeah, come to the results table. It's time for so, more combat. Right. We got so a Nintendo like, out we... here. We're going to play Smash. <laughs> the winner takes all. <laughs> and we're like, what is going on? And lo and behold, apparently the box jump camera judge was feeling a little penalty happy because oh my gosh. a ton of people got hammered with penalties from the box jump station. And we've seen this all season. There's been fights in multiple different groups on what, mm-hmm. what justifies as a box jump. So anyway, we know now Robert Killing got penalized. Was it three minutes? Two minutes, which was the Two equivalent minutes. of four reps. Okay. So Box For improper box jumps. Either, right. According to Spartan rules, a box jump is okay. either a jump or a step up is permitted. But the key thing being full hip extension at the top. Okay. And, so you've heard it here, guys. Yeah. Full hip extension. You got to be standing up high you gotta be and fully standing. So you can jump two feet at once and stand or you can step, step and step stand. Up. However you want to get to the you, top of you it. You better be a pencil at the top. Full hip thrust to the front. <laughs> Impress everyone in the field. Yep. <laughs> Give it a little extra oomph with your hips because otherwise you're going to get dinged. And we saw penalties from, you know, one minute to ten minutes on this box. Oh, jump. my gosh. And it changed the field. Killian dropped from third down to either 11th or 12th. 11th is the last I heard. Yep. So I think and it was that, that's a game the first changer, time I looked guys. and then somebody that's, else got knocked huge. down. huge. Yeah, that's a huge thing. So it took him from third to 11th, which is now out of money because they pay one to 10. You know, and here's the thing, though. It's like stadiums, every second counts. Every oh, millisecond when in a stadium look, counts. When you look at stadium, um, like leaderboards at the end, it will literally be a minute from first to like 15th. It yep. is Every turn, every step, literally every choice you make, which I have to say, being new into the stadium stuff this year, that was my big goal for the season. And it took me basically all season to really learn how to race them because you have to be downright rude. You've got to be freaking on your A game. So I ran my first stadium two years ago at Fenway. Mm -hmm. And... I remember looking at the the start line, and we were all mm-hmm. fighting to get to get the first lead in, right? Yeah. And I was in the second the second corral. They start how many at the each time, like eight or so, right? Uh, about there, or so ten ten to eight something each round. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I jump into the second corral, and I'm feeling I'm feeling frisky, right? Right. And I start like in twelfth place. Mm-hmm. And like when when times were all out and stuff, I'm in 12th place or something like that. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, all right, I'm like hovering right there around the top 10 where I where mm-hmm. I'd been at the time. All of a sudden, later the times come out because it's based on chip time. I came back to like 20th place. Now don't get me yep. wrong, I was still happy at the time, but yep. every second counts. Yep. Every second. every second counts. Every rep counts. And as as you said, you know, it's not your typical first across the finish line because it is done in a time no, trial status. If you happen to line up with slightly slower people, 
versus the the group of people that are going to be you've faster got, you've got pushing the pace. Line. You are not redlining the whole time. Oh yeah, you better get on it, kids. I'm I'm gonna tell you, I tasted blood in my throat this time because I was out for it. I had a goal to meet. Um, and you, you met know, it. I'm, I met it. I'm pretty excited. I I came into this race um, knowing that I was battling for a second or third in the podium. Um, and I, I had a goal, I had a, a mark to meet and I made it by eight seconds, which Good. eight seconds is a burpee. It's, a you know, turn yeah. down the wrong aisle. It's nothing. It is a cut of the hair here, kids. Yep. Yep. So I love stadiums. I am super stoked. I wish Spartan would get off their butts and release this stadium series for next year. We know there's going to be a world championship stadium. Um, I'm, I'm excited for that. But I am too. So and I, I think I'm going to go ahead and predict it that Kent's going to take it. I think he got enough of a taste of it this year. I think he's coming for it. I think Kent could do very well there. And it makes me happy that we're starting to create these series around this. And oh, 100%. So I've talked to some of the guys in Spartan. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go insider info here. Um, oh, you know, at the media fest, I talked to a lot of higher ups in Spartan, and we did a lot of talk and a lot of back and forth. They mm-hmm. said they realistically want a series and a championship for each of those series next year. Right. Well, they've so like the mountain series would have a championship. Be, yep, they already announced that there will be a national series, there will be a stadium yep. series, and a mountain series. Now they also announced an honor series. However, it's just basically an honor series in name. They're not doing a point series for it, which yep, is kind of yep, no weird. No point series but... for the honor series. Well, right. it's you know it's a it's it's a nice thing to nod to our men and women that have you know served in our country. Oh, for and sure. And to have a series for them, it, it's great. It's great. Special medal, you know, very very iconic locations. Right. No longer you know Fort Knox, but whatever. I get that. Right. <laughs> um, the biggest thing that's missing from it is the ultra series which i the ultra <laughs> it baffles me talking about ultras and we're gonna you know transition into talking about our other favorite ultra but well okay I've the thing heard. about ultras i just i don't understand why they, they, they announced the whole list of them and there's like a lot of new ones coming I too hear, i hear there is a series coming so but well, here's here's my beef on that uh-oh. what's your beef here there's no freaking okay. Ultras are the most expensive race, and from Spartan's uh, perspective, right. they make all these races and they they price it based on distance. Period. Right. They do it. They do it every single time. Yep. Ultras are the most expensive. Then they're gonna if they make a series, we have to have, we've had a championship now for three years in the ultra. Three right, freaking no years. Series leading up to it, which is so weird. Exactly. And then there's no way to make it cost effective for the guys that are trying to go out in there and run that series no because those, let's be realistic if you don't sign up for an ultra like the hour it comes out you're looking at five hundred dollars 500 bucks ultra. for that race for one race one of them for one, not including for your gear not and your miler no not world's toughest not a 24 nope. hour race one single 30 mile ultra distance you know it's just insane it is a very pricey sport spartan come out with a pass do it do it make it i'm sure the participation yeah the participation would be there it's 
the passes were there. I'm, I'm certain of it. Easily. Okay, so for you, what Wait. would a ultra series look like? Like which races? Yep. Well, I think that the fact that they've announced like three or maybe even more new venues, I would definitely include a new venue. Um, yeah, kinda, but, but even what ones the, the should playing be field. there? Well, you gotta, I mean, duh, you gotta have Killington. Yep. You gotta have um, New Jersey. That's where it starts, yep. Um, you gotta bring back Colorado. <laughs> That's gone. I know. Um, Colorado is gone, and that's throw Tahoe in there to to throw things out here. This is something that bothers me, guys. The Mountain Series no longer includes Colorado. I mean, hello, Colorado didn't have any mountains. They're in Indiana, Jacob. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Can I rant? Can I rant? Rant away. You have the the Bro CR Supercast rant. Okay. Go for it. I've 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 been on. I've been online here. I've had a hard week. Guys. Right. I just <laughs> if you guys are my you friends and you're reaching one. out to me, thank you. <laughs> thank you for reaching out to me and to know some of the stuff that's been going here on on personally. Um, anyway, beside the fact, it's just I find this idiocracy in certain things. And <laughs> the f- Colorado no longer has a beast, which for the longest time was my favorite beast. It was probably um, the top of my I want to go race venue. Uh, just Colorado, man. Colorado's freaking epic. I mean, it was uh, we always called it bad decision Brolorado. And mm-hmm. oh my god. But the fact that they no longer have it, but that it's it's no longer on the mountain series. And then my home state of Indiana is now on the mountain series. The Hoosier State. Has... The Hoosier State of Indiana is on the mountain series. <laughs> I can drive one hour from my doorstep, jump into a mountain series race, and it's a 5K, guys. Right. Well, that's all the mountain is. <laughs> it's, what, they're, realistically, uh-huh. realistically, and I, I hate to be a dick, but I'm going there. <laughs> the baseline, base, base in Colorado, when you would go to Breckenridge, do you know what the elevation uh-huh. there is? From the, at the base of the mountain? Where where we normally had the start line. What oh, do you I think the base know. elevation was? Um, 8,000. Nope. It was about, about nine and a half. Okay. Nine and a half. So you're starting pretty high up before you even cross. You're, you're starting right up nine to ten. Okay. Now, that's that's one of the highest that we've seen here in the U.S. Period. <laughs> right. Highest starting elevation was in Breckenridge always. It might have been higher in Aspen. I can't, you know, I don't know the, the logistics Probably not going to be that. much different. Not, not crazy different. I was sick at the time. I w- didn't get to go to Aspen. I really wanted to go to the Ultra in Aspen. Right, I right. didn't get to do it. Indiana base around Lawrenceburg, Indiana. What is it? <laughs> Two. <laughs> I don't about know. That. Probably about four. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nothing. It's. 400 not 4000 400 it's ridiculous that i mean okay so we bitch all the time that we need more midwest representation and i stand by that but come on but for a mountain series right so then okay then then on top of that though leah on top of that it's the new standardization of the distances yeah 
Lawrenceburg is a sprint. Yeah. 5K. You're only going to get a 5K in that. 3.1 miles. I mean, that's just... To think anything's going to be a mountain series in 3.1 miles. Do you know what, what the crest at Lawrenceburg is? <laughs> Can't imagine it being more than 3,000. No. No, no, honey. It's under a grand. Oh, my God. It's less so than a thousand. I'm going to kind of go up a little hill and call it a mountain series. Best case scenario at Lawrenceburg, you are going to get a thousand two hundred gain in that 5K. A thousand realistically. Well, people hearing this is going to be like, sign me up for the mountain series. Yeah, man, let's get that mountain series and let's 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 run the thousand at Lawrenceburg. Right. Joke. Now, okay, so while we're there, while we're uh-huh. digging, though, uh-huh. while we are digging, there were – so Indiana culture here. I'm, I, we're going into – there was this TV show I grew up with called Across Indiana. Okay. <laughs> um, um, it was one of my favorite PBS shows. I grew up on PBS, guys. Uh, um, totally. <laughs> I lived off my PBS. But at the time that I was in high school – um, there were three ski slopes in the state of Indiana. Okay. Now I grew up learning how to snowboard and ski on one where actually they have rugged maniac here in the state of Indiana. Okay. Um, Paoli Peaks. Now for the past five, six years, they've always had rugged maniac at Paoli. Mm-hmm. Then they would have at Perfect North, they would have the Spartan. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. There was a third ski slope, Leah. Okay, was. There was. In past tense, I got to ski it once before it passed away. How does the, how does the ski slope pass away? They, they turned it down. The, the, oh. the entire place folded up shop. They tore down all their buildings. It was in Goodness. Nashville, Indiana. It was called Ski World. Okay. It had... Some of the highest elevation gain, and and that's where I train. Oh, okay. That's where I do all my training is in Brown County State Park. Yeah, yeah, I see you tag it all the time. Absolutely. Fun fact, they almost had an Indiana Super there. But they didn't. They were finalizing paperwork and contracts with the people there in Brown County at Explore Brown County. They've got zip lines Mm -hmm. there now. But they almost had a super in Nashville, Indiana. Mm. And <laughs> this is probably 2016 time frame. That's the year that they teased us with all kind of stuff. That was when they kept teasing us with the Peoria Beast. Yep. Around that same time, they were looking at yep. an Indi- a Nashville, Indiana super. And I was like, hell yeah. Let's get, let's get the hillbillies out here. Let's, right? get, let's get weird. Goodness. Yeah, there's the the Midwest love is lacking, so. And it's just getting weirder. So, and, yeah. but but for some reason now we have a mountain series. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I'm hoping you know. So so the mountain series has already been announced. The national series and honor series. We are waiting on the stadium series and maybe crossing we heard fingers there's gonna be for championships. And there's yep. there's probably going to be an ultra championship in the works. Well, I am praying to all the Spartan gods that they get on it with their announcements because the Spartan Stadium series this year 
was forever to be announced and everything was on hold <laughs> until, and I'm I don't want to wait that long. So please, please, bar and let's go. <laughs> well, we've got enough other stuff in our in our pocketbook to be worrying about next year. Um, yeah, we do. Lots of local love, we, and we'll be there. Lots of local love. So I can we start talking about things like that yet? Well, if that's where you want to go for the rest of it. Sure. Well, we're not going there entirely, but I will. You know, I want to throw some hints out. Um, guys, we're going to be throwing a, a code out here for Abominable Snow Race here soon. Yeah, um, yep. Abominable. We, how do you feel about Abominable, Leah? I love Abominable. I think that Abominable has two really great things going for them. Uh, number one is the time of season that they have their race. Um, it's right when everybody starts to get itchy this year, y'all. It is March yep. uh, 15th weekend. And it's right when people are starting to gear up and get ready and itchy to race. And it's a great race to, to start your season at. And the other thing is just the uniqueness of it. It's in the snow. It's on a ski slope. There's an inner tube obstacle. Hello. Um, you know, here's the thing. We, we look at races like Greek Peak. That people mm -hmm. go to, and they're like, oh my gosh, you did a Spartan in the snow. Cool. I did Abominable. Mm -hmm. Abominable is going to be like eight miles long in the snow. Right. <laughs> it's much, it's, it's just a fun, different experience. There's no other race around domestically that's like it. Um, and it's Nothing just like it. put on by awesome people. And, you know, I just, I can't say enough great things about it. If you guys, are in the area like i said we're going to talk more about it you know in future episodes but check them out we'll be having a lot to do with them here in the next few months check it out guys we'll be we'll be there we'll be throwing out some discount codes here in the next month um but check it out abominable snow race um we'll be doing some cool cool stuff here later with them and the team i freaking love the team over there the yeah, great yeah. people good people um they actually just announced they were tagging me before I called you. Mm -hmm. um, they're they're throwing out some of their awards. Mm -hmm. Check it out if you're thirsty. <laughs> well, I do like good bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Who um, doesn't? So then additionally, um, Highlander Assault. Leah, mm -hmm. are you excited about our two Highlander races this year? I am super excited about our two Highlander races. Let's talk about the first one first and we'll worry about the second one later. But okay, because that's coming up unique... closely yeah. after Abominable. Mm-hmm. It is very so... close after Abominable. It is in May, and you want to talk about unique experiences. We're going to go from, you know, on the snow to now in the darkness. This is going to be a, a full later. OCR yeah, a month race. Month and a half, month and a half. Yep, a full OCR race, not just a nighttime trail run with, a, like, you know, mud pit or something. Full 5K, multi-lap, at night. In the dark. Headlamp required. It's going to be awesome. Tiki Torch Lit. Good times. Yeah. Live bands. Great times. We're going to bring in uh, the guys from Chad, who we had last time with Highlander Assault. Mm -hmm. um, talk about that and all that we've got going on there. We're planning to announce that it again. Yep. Um, yep. And have a hell of a time. We've got some other special announcements that we've actually got a meeting with tomorrow on. Right. Yep. Uh, but we'll, we'll keep that on the DL for now, um, yep. but lots of exciting stuff that's going on with Highlander. They they put on a great course. Yep, yep. Um, and kilts, and of course kilts. Duh, um, always kilts. 
always kilts. We've got some stuff then eventually going on with uh, Frontline. We've got stuff mm-hmm. with um, Fit Challenge. A lot of these locals, I'm so excited for OCR 20, 2020. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome year, which is even more reason why Spartan Stadium needs to hurry up with their announcement so I can get on that season. <laughs> Well, one of the things I'm really excited with OCRWC, so I was talking to Adrian, actually, the other day Mm -hmm. from OCRWC, and he, okay, so venues that we've been to, OCRWC, Mm -hmm. so Mud, Guts, and Glory, which was the MVP. Kings Domain. Mm -hmm. Kings Domain, um, great place. I feel like Blue Mountain was, like, way up there on on the pedestal. 100%. 100%. So we were in Kings of Maine for 2014 and 2015. Then we went abroad, close by, but abroad still, to Blue Canada. Mountain, Canada um, for 16 great and 17. And Poutine I was great. loved Blue Mountain. It was a fantastic setup. It was, um, you know, a ski resort. So everything was on site. Plenty of food options, mm-hmm. plenty of housing options. The course itself was great. Such a good experience. The only thing I will say, though, so I was talking to Adrian about this. He said, mm-hmm. you know, and I always hear this at different resorts and different places, even in Breckenridge in the past with Norm Cook, like, hands get tied. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they were it, definitely restricted, and you could tell that because there was no mud pits. They weren't allowed to dig. They weren't yep. allowed to, you know, destroy the ski slope. So, you know, their hands Not tied. the case in Stratton. No. <laughs> So Stratton, they said, okay, go go crazy in Stratton, baby. Yeah, Stratton. We so then after Blue Mountain World Championships went abroad to to England, and we mm-hmm. saw the development of Noriam, which used Stratton, Vermont, uh, as their base here, camp um, for the past two years. And I was there the first year. Um, I wasn't there the second year, so I don't know if there were some improvements, but there was some issues. The first year with the resort itself, um, because it was yeah. off season, things were closed. Stratton, Vermont, the resort itself is kind of off in the middle of nowhere. It's not like you can just yeah. leave 10 minutes down the road. Like once you're there, you're there. And yeah. half the restaurants were closed. Camp. Yeah. Half the restaurants were closed. The other half closed early in the evening. Um, you know, so it did not have the vibe. And the awesome feel, in my like opinion, Blue Mountain. that Blue Mountain had. It could have. It was set up very similarly as far as, like, you know, the resort goes. But it just mm-hmm. didn't. So, I don't know if that improved last year or not. I'm hoping well, so. I think this year, with it being pushed all the way back to October, I think we're right. going to see some of the more stuff open up. I think I think we should do some kind of weird Brucey or after party. Um, uh, yes, please. So I'm I'm trying to work with Mud Run Guide and um, OCRWC and Adrian to, to plan some fun stuff and some some fun right. little neat projects like that in 2020. But we'll see. For sure, we'll um, be there for sure. Oh, we we will definitely. I will so be there. It's yep, it's been a hot be second. There. I can't. I've already I've registered. Been... I've already qualified. I'm just waiting oh my on gosh. my welcome letter from Rachel Ann. Oh, <laughs> uh, Rachel Ann. We'll talk to her tomorrow. So anyway. yes, we will. Um. So we've got OCRWC coming up. We've got all mm-hmm. these great races and all these great series in 2020. I'm, I'm just excited for everything. But yeah. let's talk about another little race. A little race. A little race that's going to, to Cowboy Country Dallas. Yeah. So we briefly mentioned it last week um, after our World's Toughest Mudder hangover. 
We spent the first half of this episode talking about Spartan. So we'll give some credit to the other big daddy in the game. WTM, baby. Mm-hmm. Crap. So it has been announced. It'll in be Chicago. In, oh. Yep. It'll be in Dallas this year, November 7th and 8th. Uh, tickets are on sale now. Um, I think All my friends are going crazy prepping for this damn thing. I know. So I got to say, it, it excites I me. Well, I'm, I guess I want to go. It excites me to see the excitement in the community over this event. Oh, they're pumped. The people that have never done a World's Toughest, have never expressed interest in a World's Toughest, are now signing up and committing to World's Toughest. They're doubling down. They're freaking pumped. Which is awesome. So long as, I'm going to say it, you give the race the respect it deserves. Um, you know, well, I think a lot of people and... sign... Mm-hmm. I believe it get, needs the it re, it demands respect. Absolutely, for, so many foremost. people, so many people sign up for that, thinking it's just gonna be a funsies day. Good time. Let me tell you, when the sun goes down, it ain't no fun no more. <laughs> Shit gets real. Um, but additionally, additionally, there was a lot of things I feel there. There were some phenomenal things that I feel like we need to address here at the end of this episode, kind of. Mm-hmm. Tough Mudder did a lot of things right last year, yeah. And there was a lot of stuff that I feel like I, I'm going to boo hiss. Yep, yep. But also a few things that like constructive criticism, things that you could do right. Agree. All right, so let's do the top three things they did right, and the top three things that let's learn from. Okay, throw one out. All good right, thing. let's do the the good things first. Yep, uh, thing, top Leah. things they did right. They brought the fun back to the, to, to the event. You know, um, it was weird, and it was okay. It was fun. It has been a suck fest. Uh, last year in Atlanta was miserable. It was cold. It was awful. And we saw the number of registrations drop. Yeah. Call it scared. Call it whatever. And even I would fa- say this year's registration took a hit from that. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Because of how miserable yep. it was, the numbers dropped tremendously. Um, yep. So they responded and they made it fun again. Now it's some people might put this on the bad list, but I'm going to put it on the good list because I like the effort that was made to, to make it fun and make it enjoyable. They brought in rubber duckies. Mm -hmm. They brought in a dance party. They spiced things up. They made it fun. Yes. It was just a a more fun experience. So that's a plus for me. Okay, my big plus will be um, penalties. Penalties mm-hmm. sucked, and that's a good thing. Agree, a hundred percent. I agree because we've if seen you it run in the into past an obstacle. Yep. That you know we've seen it in the past where the penalties took the same amount of time as the obstacle takes. Should take way longer. Absolutely, penalize them. You can't yep. do the obstacle. It's gonna suck for you for a little bit. You know, and that's going back to the battle frog, you know, and the mandatory mm-hmm. obstacle completion. Okay, you should spend more time sitting over here doing a penalty than it takes to do the obstacle. Agree. Period. Period. All right. So good job number uh, two. So good job, so number, good job three. number three, Leah. Mm, I'm gonna say the pit setup this year. Right. Um, from phenomenal. From start to Horse finish. Stables. I like. Well, not even that. Even starting before that with the pre-selection. I have been part of World's Toughest Mudder for three years, and it's a a free-for-all. 
you get oh, led yeah. in at your time and it's a race to the pit and people are throwing bows and going crazy trying to find the right pit spot. This year it was pre-selection. There was a map online. You could sit there, casually pick your spot, show up when you wanted to show up, and set up yep. your stuff. Game over credits it's done. Yep. In horse stables, which had walls and roofs and lights. You could set up a hammock. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we saw them. We saw hammocks. We saw plenty of tables. It was just a much the race itself sucks enough. You don't need to make the pit suck too. No, it was civilized. It it made yep. sense and it 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 promoted long distance and proper pitting. For sure. And that that was great. All right, top 3 is good. Oh, Let's flip it over. Bads. My number 1. Coach's quick pit, which was cool, great concept, too far away. Big swing and a miss. Agree. Like, amazingly fun once you got out there, but it was a mile away. It was a Nobody mile away. Nobody wants to run a mile out no, there. No, nobody was partying. It should have been closer to the pit where spectators, where pit crew, where people could go, dance, have fun, make it Within an experience. a quarter mile away is how far you needed it. Realistically, okay, so this is this is my two pieces to Tough Mudder. Mm-hmm. How I would have designed the course, which I've, I've been around a course or two. Um, mm-hmm. What I would have done is basically when you crossed over the Berlin Walls, mm-hmm. I would have doubled back to that area where we had Arctic Enema. Mm-hmm. And I would have made Coach's Quick Pit there. Agree. And then you you did that whole portion backwards then, and then went back up over the hill, and then you crossed over, basically over some kind of like cargo frame or something. Hell, you could have put fucking Mutterhorn yep. over 100%. Coach's Quick Pit. Quick Pit should have been just close enough where you could see it in the distance with the lights blasting from the pit, drawing yep. you in like a beacon. Yep, yep, yep. You go over there, you can give your guys food, and then run away. Yep. Just right. far enough away so the music wasn't going to freaking annoy the hell exactly. out of you. So you could take take a little nap if you needed a little siesta. Yep. Just far enough away where you could see the lights, subtly hear the music if you strained, but close enough that you can get to. So definitely yep, number one fail. Okay. Number two fail. Number two fail on the flip side of the funsies is the way the carabiners were done. Um, you know... I'm I'm gonna mention it here just because I love our people. We, there was a bit of a color mm-hmm. fluffle there with some of the ladies and some of the carabiners things. It was easy to cheat. If, if I'm gonna you be wanted... honest, <sighs> if you're a girl and you got a cute smile, if you're anyone, if you're yeah, and you know, and you, so for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, in year last year they introduced the carabiners they're just what they are little carabiners you that you three. would earn last year you earned it when you hit 25 miles you go, you got yep. a carabiner and every subsequent lap you got another one and that carabiner was good for skipping an obstacle so no 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 no, no, no. last year last year it was good for a golden route Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So it, it was, was a good for a golden route. route last year. Yep. You're right. You're right. You're right. And you could you couldn't get one every lap. You could not. When you could you only got, get three you, max. Oh well, that's true. So it was fair. Everybody had the same 
you know, the same way of getting yep. them. Line and three per person, whether you were Ryan Atkins or whether you were, you know, nobody in spot 2004. Um, yep. Exactly. It, it, it was how it was. This year. Line in the damn sand. Yeah. This year, the carabiners were willy nilly with no rhyme or reason. There were carabiners clipped to obstacles. If you happen to get to the obstacle and see one, ta-da, you now have one, two, or seven of them. There were carabiners yep. in volunteers' pockets, and you could do the level-up lane, which means the obstacle was, like, way harder. Or yep. you can do a little shimmy-shimmy, dance and smile, and you would get one Take what the ten. good Lord gave you. <laughs> right. So you have people who are killing themselves and not getting a carabiner and you have other people coming back. And I will say firsthand working in the pits, I pitted for five athletes and I had one athlete where I asked him, where's your carabiners? And it was like lap seven by the time he finally got one. Meanwhile, one of my other athletes had them like clipped to his bib. Like they were like jingle jangle, you know, making noises. Yeah. It was crazy. So you have people who got these carabiners. Inconsistency is the word. Right. Completely inconsistent. And were then able to use these carabiners on different shortcut routes. So there wasn't just one golden route. I think there were three this year. Yep. Three. And there were three last year. So if you were lucky enough to get these carabiners, you could theoretically cut off upwards of a mile to a mile and a half. Per lap. Easily. Easily per lap. And then you had, on top of that, you had the freaking wristbands. Yep. So the wristbands you got at 30 miles and every lap six. So those were good for one obstacle skip. Per lap. Per lap. So you could get a skip plus three shortcut routes. And as a pit crew member, I didn't realize at the time what was really going down out there. But I was watching leader times. And if you look at the leader times for the men and women, you saw leader t- like you saw lap times climbing, climbing, climbing. And we were hitting like almost two hours a lap. And then all of a sudden they started dropping lap. significant drops. We're talking going from like a two hour lap to like a one in an hour and 20 minute lap. The women's mm-hmm. times were insane. It was, it, you just couldn't understand the consistency there. Well, I couldn't understand. Like, there is no way these women are all of a sudden tearing it up out there and running negative splits 20 hours yep. into the race. Yep. But now we're hearing chatter that after 20 hours, the carabiners flowed like manna. I mean, they were they, everywhere. They, they flowed all over the place. And then, like, the price per at one point, like certain cutoffs were like three carabiners, then two carabiners, then like a carabiner and a dance number. I mean, it was all over the place. So big fail, you know, as we're talking here is the complete inconsistent craziness of this um, suggestion for a fix. I think personally, I like the idea of the fun. I think it's fun to shake your booty for a carabiner, but if you're wearing a contender bib, Sorry, yep. no fun and games for you. Yep, yep. That's yeah. If you if you've got one of those contender or elite bibs or like a lap leader or something like that, yep. you're you're not there for fun and games, kids. Yep. 
Um, Agree. My last bit here. Um, so one more, one more boo yep. hiss. Number at three. Ah, oh my gosh. Um, you know, okay. So the it took a long time to get to to get your stuff in this year. Yes. Um, you were half a mile away for pit in. People were walking. There were the buses. It was, it was a bit of a curve, just, just back and forth. Um, yep. You need a load in day Yeah. where you can, props where you can the, drive stuff in. Yeah. Props to world's toughest. They did provide a bus, you know, they, yep. they, they made an effort. Um, but we, it just needs to be more, you know, in Vegas, we parked about that far away in Vegas. But we had load in where you could pull your car up to the spot, drop all your crap, go park your car, and then move your stuff. Um, yep. Having something like That's that what we would here. have been a little bit better, in my opinion. And here's the thing. The road went right up to the to the stables. Right. Agree. You give each car five minutes in there. Yep. And, and call it in. Yep. Credits. Oh, I agree. Oh, my goodness. And it's... It, it, it's got so much potential, but here's the thing. Here's the thing I love about the WTM team right now. Kyle is willing to listen to these things. Absolutely. You know, the very next day on, on Monday after the event, or Tuesday, he admitted that they, 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 they need to yep. learn some stuff about the, the carabiners. He, he came on it. by himself and added a post. We hear you. We heard you, you know, we're going to do better. And, you know, to me, you know, no race series that. is perfect. Absolutely. No race series is perfect. There's going to be problems. There's going to be snafus. There's going to be things that you can't predict. We see it all the time. Things happen. But the key is, is do you learn from it? Do you change from it? We don't see Spartan making a whole lot of changes. And I think that's why people are getting frustrated with them. We'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll, we will see. We will see. Yeah. Um, uh, but then... There, there's so many things, but I, I I'm excited to see what they do with Dallas next year. I'll just I say that. I do. I think it'll be exciting. I think you know Kyle and the team have some great ideas, and you know we'll we'll see how the season goes. One thing I have to say that's really nice too is you know we we see Tough Mudder evolving throughout the season. They make changes after each event. They learn from each event. You know, one thing that I really like about Tough Mudder versus Spartan is the growth through the season you go do a toughest event in the beginning of the year versus the toughest event in the end of the year you're gonna encounter different obstacles you're gonna yep. encounter a different experience whereas spartan you know a sprint over here at the beginning of the year versus a sprint over there at the end of the year it's pretty much the same thing same obstacles uh i'm gonna be i'm gonna go a thousand percent out here and just say spartan racers if you are going to run an ultra there is a vast difference between an ultra and an ultra championship in a 24 hour race. 100%. And that's, that's line in the sand. It's, yep. it's just a very different ball game on a five mile track. Yep. Um, but who knows? They might change the game next year. And it's not longer a five mile track. It's like an eight mile track. Who knows? It's, who knows? We're rolling the dice with Spartan so often. <laughs> yep. That's true. I mean, it wasn't five miles the first year, so no, we will see the what happens. It was like yep. six, but Yep, yep. But I think anyway. that about covers it. We talked about well, Tough Mudder. We talked about Spartan. The last thing I'm going to go ahead and say that we did, that we got to do, I want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Mud Run Guide. Yes. 
Thank you, Mud um, Run Guide, for letting us they, take over. We okay, so I'm really excited to do some stuff next year, and hopefully, if I get to go to World's Toughest Mudder again next year, we did a little thing called the halftime show. Yeah, that was fun. The halftime report, and I, I would love if you're listening, Kyle. I would love to make an over-the-top Brociar halftime show at World's Toughest Mudder in 2020. 100%. We're down. Lights, like glow sticks, lights, and (laughs) I don't know, a parade or some shit. Coming to you live from Coach's Pit. (laughs) (laughs) We are here at the Brociar halftime show. I'll I'll bring my drone out. We'll put some glow sticks on it. (laughs) Oh, there it goes. (laughs) Let's make it happen, Kyle. (laughs) Weird weird shit. Weird shit, and we love that. But anyway... um, that was a lot of fun, and we just want to thank Mud Run Guide for letting us go live there with them. Yep. Um, they actually sent me a care package, Aaliyah. Oh, awesome. I sent, I, I've made stuff with um, Mud Run Guide now for years, back mm-hmm. from the days of Margaret Schlachter and Brett. And, yep, um, yep. They, they sent me a t-shirt and some of the new Gooder shades, so I've got to th- awesome. <laughs> and I've got to make a post here tomorrow for that. Sounds good. So, anyway. All um, right. I'm wrapping it up. I, I thank Mud Run Guide. Let's thank some other people. Okay, so continuing on Mud Run Guide then, uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about Venga CBD, who is right now the sponsor of the Best of OCR. Yep, on yep. Mud Run Best Guide. of OCR, the fun little poll things that we do every year. Hey, is there a podcast one on there? Can we give a shout uh, I'm plug? sure there is, and I'm sure it's probably going to be Matt B. Davis over at Obstacle Racing Media. Hey, with that kind of attitude, there might be, but you never know. Brociar Supercast 2020. Check out the Supercast. We might get, we'll probably get nominated. Okay, we'll get nominated. I'll take a nomination. That, that makes me happy. We'll take it. But anyway, guys, check it out. First of all, Venga CBD. I love the stuff. It's great stuff. Uh, it's a great product. A lot of friends actually talk about CBD oil out there on the course at World's Toughest Mudder a week and a half ago. Um, great products. Yeah, we've done um, several episodes. Listen to them if you haven't and check them out at vengacbd.com slash brocr. Uh, you know, code brocr. There's a lot of codes floating around right now um, for different CBD products. We like Venga because it works, period. Yep. Next song. It's it's good stuff. Um, Absolutely. Code brocr will save you 15%. Um, check it out. You know, the gummies are great for those endurance races. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done with that, Go over to Mudrun Guide and rock the vote. Is, is it okay to still rock the vote? Yeah, we're going to rock it. As long as you rock we're it rock the it. Supercast. <laughs> <laughs> Leah says vote us. Um, but more than more than anything, go and vote for friends and people. 100%. Because it's fun and it, it helps the community, guys. And yep. we, we love that community. Um, and additionally, lastly, yep, go ahead. Sorry, lastly, our other sponsor of the Supercast <laughs> is Human Octane. Human Octane. We Human love Octane, it. We love the apparel company. Um, Super excited stuff. to see We're, the new line come out this year. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun year. Coming and it's going to be good. Leah, are you excited for 2020? I am more than a little bit excited. I think it's going to be a great year. Um, some some awesome races, some awesome people, some great companies getting involved in the OCR scene. Um, nothing but good things coming. I'm really excited. You know, it's. Did I lose you? And people get bigger in in the community. No, I'm still here. Are you here? Are oh. you there? Yeah, yeah. Cut okay. Out for a Sorry second. about that. Little yeah. snafu there. I, I see so many of these companies that double back on the community and our friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just just the other day, Cody Simons, the OCR carpenter, a buddy of ours, yep. 
was featured on a mud run, uh, a mud gear post about their socks. And like, it was a contest, right? Mm-hmm. But it was so exciting to see our friends like yep. get mentioned and posted in this stuff. And the, the companies are taking heed now oh, yeah. in the stuff. And especially the smaller ones that are like kind of upstarts. Yep, and yep. if there's if there's two companies, I'm really excited for OCRWC to see what they can do with in races here in the states next year. It's mm-hmm. um, Mudgear mm-hmm. and Force Five. Um, yep. This year has been the year of the Gibbons. I'm excited to see what they pull out next year. Oh yeah, you know they're <laughs> going to come out with something good. So absolutely, we will be there to see it. We hope you guys are going to be there too. Absolutely. Um, yep. It's gonna but be I a guess that really wraps it up for this week. I think so. In the meantime, go over there, vote on Mud Run Guide. Also, drop us a line, leave us a review, like, share, all that good Tell stuff. Tell your friends, you yell at yep. me. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. It's 2019. I'm moving my best life. <laughs> 100%. Check us out on Brosier Media. Me personally at OCR Leah. Um, I'm over there at Brosacker. Um, yeah, just still Brosacker. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> until next week. We've got some interesting podcasts coming up. Um, yep. More on that here in the next few weeks. But until then, I'm Jacob Bosegger. I'm Leah Hensley, and we will catch you now in the off season. Take care, guys. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 